You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 171. I am one of your hosts, Roshan, a.k.a. Roro on Twitter, and I am joined over Discord by Kentucky's number one Spartan, Daniel Prindle. How are you doing today? Doing fine and dandy, sir. Thank you. Nice, nice. Happy holidays to just us. Screw Christian. Screw Gage. (laughs) Neither of them are here today. They're enjoying the holidays as they should, but I am a little salty. Yes. And I deserve to be. But I hope they're having a good time wherever they may be, playing video games with their family, whatever. Hope they're having a good holiday. As anyone who is listening on podcast services across the world, thank you for watching us, listening live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube.com slash PodcastPXN, at PodcastPXN, I'm sorry. I'm not used to that yet. I, I forgot that we have a handle. Yeah, that's uh, and, and Twitch.tv slash PodcastPXN as well. Um, the topic of the show this week, we're going to be going over our uh, place not our PlayStation, our video game analytics from 2022. Like everything that we've played on PlayStation, on Steam, on Nintendo, if we have that information, we're going over our little 2022 wrapped for our video games. Um, we're going to do quick bites, but we're also going to do before topping of the show, PXN News of the Year, where we go through the uh, biggest headlines through the year and kind of reminisce of over the video game uh, stories, the biggest ones that went through this year, kind of do a little in review, like how how good was 2022 for video games or how bad it was? We'll have to wait and see. But before we get to either of those, we're going to start with the quick bites this week. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Dan? Yes, sir. It's pretty... Uh, <laughs> it's dry pretty, out here. It's dry out there. <laughs> I'm very thirsty for some news. We're obviously reaching the end of the year, so as, as we were saying in the pre-show, as you were telling me in the pre-show, things have quieted down. Everybody's on vacation, so... Not a whole lot right here, so let's just go right through it. It's, it's actually Quick Bites this time. We're actually going to go right through it. <laughs> uh, the first one is from Okami Games on Twitter, but I'm sure this was reported in other places as well, but this is where I'm reading from. Neil Druckmann says his next Naughty Dog title is structured, quote, struck more like a TV show than any other Naughty Dog title before it. He'll also be using a team of writers alongside him for the first time. Uh, Neil went on to clarify a little bit later, I think the day after uh, that that uh, came out. Uh, he said, I'm sure no one will misconstrue what that means. Spoiler, it's about making the games in uh, in an even more collaborative manner, stoked to show you, you our projects as soon as we can. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for anything from Naughty Dog, anything from Neil, whatever it may be, however they make it. Um, but it's good to know that he, he's got something cooking. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, and we were talking in the chat, uh, our private chat, about maybe this is Last of Us Part Three, and like even, uh, even Part Two, I feel like was kind of structured like a, a TV series already, like with you kind of seeing different perspectives with Abby and Ellie, kind of going back yeah. and forth to kind of maybe, I guess, expand more on that. Maybe, uh, maybe they'll introduce more characters. I don't know. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. Having finished The Last of Us Part Two, and I know I think you were the the I guess the middest on it out of all of us. How how are you feeling uh, for a potential Part Three? Are you yeah. excited or are you a little bit mad now after beating Part Two? So, I guess what I'll say, without spoiling anything, with I'll, I'll, what I'll say is is this is like 
I think after the events of part two, I'm just going to take, you know, where we're at at the end of part two into part three and like take that as a cohesive uh, story rather than look back at what I didn't like about part two and like afflict that towards part three. Like if that makes sense, like, yeah, I think I think it's a valid criticism for part two, but like, you know, looking forward, like I think it w it's really cool uh, to possibly think about them introducing more characters in that capacity where you see more viewpoints and seeing more things happen at one time in part three. I think that would be really, really cool. Um, so yeah, yeah, that could, that could be really unique too. Like not a lot of games do that where you get multiple protagonists and see things from different yeah. perspectives. Definitely. Yeah, I, I'm excited for part three and what again like what they might do with that whether wh whether we take the tv uh thing and roll with it and it actually means like all these different perspectives or it just really means production stuff but either way i'm sure they're going to take it to the next level as they keep doing with uh these naughty dog games uh hideo wants to take life to the next level apparently <laughs> hideo kojima has revealed that he plans to quote become an ai and stick around after death source from an ign interview um cool <laughs> there might be more context to this that i i may need to read but i just thought that 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 headline alone is very kojima even if even if there is some i don't know how else you could make that sound i don't know what context you need honestly i think i feel like that is that yeah. and uh i think if we ever get to a place where that's possible i would like kojima to stick around yeah. yeah he's one of the people that i would i wouldn't want to ever see disappear <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, it is funny, like, uh, obviously we need the technology to be able to do that, but um, Kojima, like, maybe maybe his brain will go on ice or something, like, get frozen, and they'll figure out a way to, I don't know, <laughs> to bring it back, I don't know, that's, it's a fascinating uh, idea, and very funny that uh, that he, he, he was kind of throwing this out there. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. Walt Disney's frozen head is like, we've been doing this for years. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. moving on to our next story. God of War Ragnarok is getting a new Game Plus in 2023. Sony Santa Monica announces that a new Game Plus mode will come to God of War in Ragnarok Spring 2023. Quote, we know that, that many of you have been asking, so we're happy to confirm that new Game Plus is coming to God of War. Sony Santa Monica's official Twitter account uh, revealed we'll share more details once we get closer to the release, end quote. Um, I still haven't played Ragnarok. I, I I made my decision with Sonic and I still haven't <laughs> I still haven't picked it up yet. But uh, Dan, I, have you how far are you now? Well, I will talk more about it in what you got for me, but I am Sounds about cool. I'm about 15, 16 hours in. Um, but yeah, I have a lot more thoughts about it then. But yeah, it's really cool that they're adding New Game Plus because uh, this is like a this is a really good game for New Game Plus because there's so many unlocks. Like there's so many upgrade screens and and trees that you have to progress through. So like this is perfect row for them to add yeah. this. Yeah, I think that's good. I, I it's it's always tough when they do it like after release and it's not and it's it's hard to, i i imagine it's hard to get new or players that have played it back but i don't know there's so many like you said there's so many challenges there's so many unlocks that maybe people will come back for a new game plus i know it's something that people have been asking for as they said here but uh yeah it, it just sucks when it's not there day one yeah. um 
that's guys that uh, we said it was dry that was it that's it for quick bites so we're moving into the pxn and news of the year Whoa. dan Yo. i have a list of uh headlines from january to december i used wow. uh ign's uh some ign articles but i mainly used a video by skill up who went through who did a similar thing and he went through some of the big uh news of the year so I, I pulled a couple from his video too so not everything but a, a couple of big ones i think we might be able to talk about here yeah. so everybody strap in we're going to review or <laughs> review 2022 in terms of video game headlines so let's start off in january new year and how does it start with square enix ceo announcing that the company's future endeavors in the nft business and that was the first <laughs> of many and who can forget the infamous quote from that article some quote some players play video games to have fun some people play games to have fun such a tone deaf <laughs> quote not to mention the whole nft thing also tone deaf but that's not a lot the last time we'll hear about nfts let me tell you in this uh in this rundown here um yeah that was that was disappointing that was a sad way to start the year i think very just sad. like being excited for 2022 in video games and the first thing that we got was to see and it was on new year's day literally new year's day <laughs> this guy says this god okay this is what we're in for this year here's our new year's resolution nfts like exactly oh, oh nobody wants that <laughs> and another one here microsoft announces their plan to acquire activision blizzard for 70 billion dollars with a b i'm sure this is not the last time we're going to be here about it and it wasn't. No. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> how far this thing has come. The earliest that we might see this resolved is August next year. When this was first announced, I didn't. I honestly thought it would be a, a quick thing, but this is still going on, and there's just so many uh, factors that I just didn't realize were at play at the time until everything started unraveling. And it's going to be a while until this is solved, it seems. Yeah. feel bad for those employees at Activision Blizzard. Ugh. Not a good situation there. Screw Bobby Kotick. Yes. <laughs> this month, Sony also bought something, Bungie, for $3.6 billion. We still haven't seen the fruits of that yet, obviously. It was this year, but that's a lot of money for Bungie. Yeah. And now they have a really great live service team under their belt. Bungie's still going to be producing games uh, for everyone, not just PlayStation, but they have a lot of talent there for PlayStation's new endeavor in live service stuff now. That but, still uh, doesn't. That story still doesn't feel real to me. It like, feels so weird. <laughs> it does. It feels weird. They went from independent to Microsoft, yeah, and then to Activision, and now then independent again, and now they're with Sony, which is the last place I would have expected them to land. Yeah, yeah. Moving in to February, Rockstar announces that GTA 6 is in development. Huge bombshell that everybody knew was happening, but it's good to get <laughs> some confirmation from the big gogs over at Rockstar. Do you think we're going to see see this anytime soon? Perhaps? No. No. I think it's going to be a while. at earliest fall of next year, but that's I think that's still not not likely in my opinion. Yeah. Well, we also have the predictions video to, to do, it's so true. maybe one of us will say next year we're going to see the, <laughs> going to see the trailer or something. Gage will say that it's coming right next to <laughs> un, uh, not Undead Labs. That's the de developer. State of the Decay 3 right yeah. next to that. 
Brenty says good evening, fellas. Happy holidays. Good Thank you, Brenty. Happy Thank holidays. You as well. All right. And the next one we have here for February is Epic donates 144 million to the ongoing Ukraine crisis. Uh, mm. The whole Russian invasion. That was a big story. That was awesome. Making them the largest non-state entity to donate to Ukraine. And them being a video game company just made it even cooler. So that was uh, that was really nice. And obviously, that was really it's really sweet of them to to, to donate to them. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Ukraine stuff is is still going on. The Russian invasion, all that war, horrible stuff, still going on over there. Video game uh, developers are still impacted by that as well. The the, the developers in in Ukraine. Uh, so our thoughts go out to them. But this was huge. This was a a great move by Epic because they they got the cash and they did something good with it. Very cool. Very cool. February also saw the release of Elden Ring, Horizon, and the Steam Deck. But last but not bat, but last but not least, Uncharted, starring Tom Holland, also released that month. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen it. You know what? It was in, it was enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Was it. Good. It's good not enough. my favorite movie, but it was all right. It was all right. We we gotta have some of those movies every now and again. Yeah. Just just some good uh, entertainment. Yeah. And background noise, if you will. Here we are in March. PlayStation announces a new studio, Haven Studios, led by Jade Rabin, developing an exclusive live service game for PS5. Now, this might be something we possibly see next year, maybe. Maybe like a little teaser. Yeah. But that, that, was, uh, that was cool. Jade Rabin was uh, originally at Stadia. Now she has her own studio. And now PlayStation, <laughs> and now PlayStation owns them, which is really cool. Very cool. PlayStation Spartacus rumors started to float around around this time as well. And Dan, the Halo TV show was also released. <laughs> to Gage's <Halo>. dismay. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Gage did not love that one, but you did. You liked that one, right? I did. I enjoyed it. I mean, again, not my favorite TV show ever. Uh, and if it wasn't Halo, it would probably fall lower on mm. my ranking, but I enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it was good. Uh, not fantastic, but good. Yeah, that is me with the April release of Sonic 2 in the theaters. If it wasn't Sonic, I probably wouldn't have loved it as much as I did, but it was, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic 2 released in April. Sorry? No, yeah, Didn't... I was, yeah, so yeah. I'm, yeah, it I'm, was. I'm loving was your so... love of Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> We're in, gotta, gotta represent. We're in them today, too. Yeah. Uh, Glenn does say in the chat, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you, Glenn. Merry Christmas. And he Happy also asks, where the heck is Gage? He should be on. Well, why don't you, you ask tell him? tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Gage. <laughs> he forgot it was Wednesday, Glenn, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2 is officially delayed this month. It wasn't given a date yet. Uh, the industry is obviously still feeling the effects of the pandemic. It was very clear when this delay happened, because this was supposed to be a 2022 game, I think. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of other delays that followed it in the coming months, as we will see. But Breath of the Wild 2, still no still no name yet and still no date, uh, but it officially got delayed this year. And this super sad story, Platinum Games, <laughs> Babylon's Fall dropped to eight concurrent players on Steam. And that's totally not foreshadowing for a future headline <laughs> in the future, <laughs> not at all. Um. May Bethesda delays Starfield to 2023, as I was saying. Yeah, the pandemics hasn't been kind to the industry, uh, but I think we talked about it a little bit. But just just to 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 go over it again, how did you feel about the uh, 
uh, original trailer of it. I know you're a, a follow guy, Bethesda guy. So how did you feel about it? I know some people were a little mid on it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm optimistic for it for sure. Like, uh, it definitely looks like a Bethesda game in space, which is really cool. And everything Todd Howard said about it, I'm very excited to see more from it. Uh, obviously, hundreds of thousands of lines of dialogue is insane, and thousands yeah. of planets is insane. But uh, I guess we'll see what it looks like when it comes out. But uh, I'm opti optimistic for it. And obviously, this is the first game since Fallout 4 that Todd Howard's team has done. So very very interested yeah same i think it looks pretty cool and it's, it's more like my 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 vibe like in terms of setting like space sci-fi yeah. sort of stuff as opposed to the fallout uh post well i like post apocalyptic stuff but something about Fallout just never never jived with me i don't know why really but uh oh, yeah man. i don't know I, don't, I maybe i need to play the older ones but uh i played four and i didn't you didn't know what? love it four four i thought was okay but and I thought it was good, but not you know anything special. Fallout Three and Fallout New mm -hmm. Vegas are fantastic. I would definitely recommend you go back and check those out. I might have to check those out. And and Skyrim too. I still haven't played. Oh played that either. Wow. <laughs> yeah, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Woo! But you know what else is crazy? Square Enix sells most of their Western operations. Embracer mm -hmm. gets a steal of the deal on Crystal Dynamics and IPs like Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, and Legacy of Kane for $300 million, which doesn't sound like a steal of a deal, but when you're getting all of that, it is. Yeah. And when you're Embracer, it is. It's, it's, that's crazy. I still can't believe they sold all those. And what was a real kick in the nuts to the developers and to me is that Square Enix also said they'd use these proceeds for their blockchain plans. What? Yeah. Square. Oh God! Thank God, they they later retracted that statement. But that was like, oh my! You you sold Tomb Raider, yeah, for, for, to, for NFT. Yeah, God, that was such a facepalm moment. But yeah, hopefully, uh, Embracer is able to do something with it. We are getting a new Tomb Raider uh, game with Amazon. That was yeah. uh, something that happened. And Perfect uh, Dark. Yeah, they're main. Yes. They're the main developer now, essentially, of that game because of the issues Microsoft's been having at their uh, creating their own studio. Yeah. So. So, yeah, the future might be bright for them. It's just, it's just, it's just crazy that Square Enix didn't see the, the potential in them, and obviously they're they're doing what they do still. So that's that's good to to see at least. Um, and at the end of May, the Tilu rumors, Tilu remake rumors started to uh, uh, come about, and. Uh, that was yeah. That was the last that we heard about that. <laughs> and then in June, of course, Jeff Keighley came with the Summer Games Fest, and we got some questionable Sonic Frontiers gameplay. Naughty Dog teases the new factions. Silk Song Xbox announces their partnership with Kojima and a their, uh, on a special project, and plus that uh, Starfield gameplay as well that we were talking about before. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty much Summer Games Fest. At least the biggest ones there. Um, Horizon Netflix series gets uh, their details this month, and Neon White and Diablo Immortal are re released as well. Um, so that was a surprisingly, maybe I missed a couple of stuff, but surprisingly slow start to the summer. But July, Kojima is falsely accused for the assassination oh, of Japan Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. <laughs> that was a uh, that was something. <laughs> yeah. For that, oh my god! What a wild turn of events. Right? <laughs> oh my god, poor guy. But uh I'm sure they uh eventually fixed it, fix it. But it was like a, a UK uh 
news outlet that that did that and then some other people ran with it which was yeah. very annoying um Kier- hello Kirik. yeah Kirik in the chat saying yeah. hello to the boys hello how are you doing we are going over the year of 2022 going over the biggest headlines and then we're going to be going into the topic of the show and we're in july may- right now and you may wonder Kirik, where gauge is at well glenn just told us in the chat that glenn that gauges the tarkov teletubby himself is playing tarkov with ryan right now wow understandable <laughs> <laughs> and this next section I would like to call we're still in July by the way this okay. next section is what I like to call Ubisoft you good? Beyond Good and Evil and Evil Beyond Good and Evil 2 still in pre-production making it the longest game in development since uh, well beating out uh, Duke Nukem Forever so congratulations <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Recon Frontline is cancelled even though the game was essentially done they just decided not to do it don't want to market this thing, nobody wants it and they were right on one thing uh, Roller Champions is cancelled and Avatar is delayed with no new date Ubisoft you good? <laughs> oh wow. my god and, and of course Skull and Bones Apparently, it's a full price game. We've seen a lot of gameplay on it. It doesn't look like it deserves that that price tag to me. But yeah, and that's coming next year too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty eight, twenty three should be interesting for Ubisoft. We'll see mm-hmm. what else they have up their sleeve. But right now, they've got Skull and Bones and some 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 admittedly some pretty exciting Assassin's Creed stuff. Yes, very so true. That that could be cool, actually. But besides that. <laughs> It's a little scary over there at Ubisoft. Not to mention all the the, the talk about Yves uh, having to sell potentially sell the company out of his family, which is also a little weird. Yeah, is Embracer Group going to buy Ubisoft? Oh, yes, <laughs> very possible. <laughs> and as I was saying before, Square announced that they actually won't be using the proceeds for selling Crystal Dynamics for NFTs. Yay! <laughs> yes, that's good. <laughs> You know, Blade 3, Vampire Survivors, and Stray also released this month, which is a, a bunch of games that were at the uh, Game Awards. Getting a lot of a lot of heavy hitters. Heck yeah. Now we are in August, halfway through the year. EU and UK open a bigger investigation into Activision Blizzard transaction, and we got these crazy quotes from Sony. Call of Duty could not could influence console purchases like they don't have exclusive <laughs> yeah exclusive deals with with call of duty themselves right yeah. but other other games too they're like you know what call of duty you know could influence some console purchases like yeah it could like you have yeah. been doing this entire time like like you know that kojima game that you know death stranding and death stranding yep. 2 yeah. my god sony sony <laughs> sony I, but Xbox also playing the same game, saying Activision doesn't really produce any uh, much purchased games, <laughs> and we'd be like, then why are you buying them for six? How much was it? seventy billion dollars? Yeah. But uh, that was only the beginning of this crazy word game that they that the uh, little back and forth that they're doing, trying to make uh, one side seem like the winner or who deserves to win this case. But uh, yeah, that was the first of many. But those were <laughs> some of the wildest ones that we heard. Um, the PS5 price hike, except in America, inflation and supply chain was to blame. Xbox says they plan to do the same thing, but after the holiday season, and we remain to still waiting on that because it's the holiday season right now. <laughs> right. 
Which yeah. is so wild that like uh, nah. the regulatory boards that have the issue with Activision Blizzard, but it's like Sony's the one increasing prices for consumers. So it's like, right. Um, it's oh, my God. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. They must be Sony ponies on that. On that <laughs> <laughs> They're all just PlayStation owners secretly. Yeah. Um, Cult of the Lamb, Immortality, Roller Drome and Saints Row each released this month. Saints Row did not hit, no. but Roller Drum, Immortality, and Cult of the Lamb were great. Everybody loved those ones. And we are in September now. GTA 6 leaks. We got that gameplay, and we were having the conversation. If this is the biggest video game leak in the industry, um, it's definitely one of them. Definitely seemed to be one of them. So that was that was huge. And it was pretty substantial. Obviously, still early uh look at it like a lot of people were like oh my god look at those graphics it's like well it's not done yeah <laughs> it's Which, a leak and it, they're still working on it and that was a cool thing that like developers started posting a bunch of stuff of like here's our games early in, yeah. in development and so that was kind of a cool story to follow yeah that was a cool thing that uh, came out of it for sure um all right, and the next one was Cyberpunk Edge Runners is released. It saves Cyberpunk single-handedly, nothing to do with the developers at the at, at at over at CD Projekt Red. All about the animators at Trigger. They single-handedly saved Cyberpunk set 2077. I'm got, kidding, of course, but <laughs> it got you back into it, right? Exactly. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. I was, I was gonna say, like, I'm I'm joking, but the anime is what got me to actually pick it up and and beat the game. I love the anime so much that I was like, you know what? I'll I'll give it another shot, and I ended up beating it. And uh, with that increase, or with that uh, newfound attention on Cyberpunk, the numbers were raised, and the peaking uh, number on Steam was 136,000, which was a, a pretty pretty big bump from where it was before. Um, Bonnie Ross at this time also exit 343 on the heels of the split-screen co-op cancellation and delaying certain content, content updates. So Bonnie Ross exited at that time, but things seem to have been looking up for halo infinite ever since though it's not not that that was the reason but well <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. Some, yeah. <laughs> but yes we are on a much better track starting march with season three hopefully will be the beginning of the essentially the new start for halo infinite so yes. very excited fingers crossed yep um this month breath of the wild title was also revealed in the nintendo direct we got it tears of the kingdom and because of this title reveal, it was also not broadcasted in the UK because at this time the Queen had passed away. Oh, so yes. Being sensitive to to that going on, Tears of the Kingdom. There were a lot of tears in the kingdom at that time, so I, they didn't <laughs> do that. I did not even piece that together until you yeah. just said that. But yeah, that makes sense. apparently that was the reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as I was talking about earlier in February, Babylon's fall. Uh, we wouldn't see it again, but here we are. Babylon Just Fall announced that it'll be shutting down in February 2023 next year because only eight players are playing it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's about time. Platinum Games had a had a couple of L's uh, in in 2022. Um, this being one of them. But October is here. Stadia is shutting down in January 2023, surprising everyone. No one saw this coming. <laughs> Oh my god. It could have been great, Dan. I, I really I really think it could have been great. It sucks that the people at Google thought it it needed to be shut down or they didn't support it yeah. how it needed to be. Yeah, yeah, you really liked it, right? You you used it and enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the technology was, was really good. I and I I think it's a great way 
to lower the bar barrier of entry for some people instead of getting a beefy PC or an expensive console, just play on the cloud. It, it, and it worked really good. That was the one way that I was able to try Cyberpunk before getting a, a PS5 eventually, and it worked worked really good. Um, so yeah, kind of kind of sad. Hopefully somebody else is able to get their hands on this tech. Maybe Google could sell it to somebody and they could they could use it. Yeah. Um, we got the first teaser for Mario Bros as well this month. Um, and yeah, that that oh, I can't wait for that movie. That's another 2023 thing that I'm excited for. Um, this. October is also the month where the Bayonetta voice acting drama began with Helena Taylor saying that she was only uh, accusing Platinum Games that she was only paid 4000 for Bayonetta 3. It came out that that was not the case. It was just kind of a miscommunication thing, but she kind of doubled down after that, and things did not look super great for her after that. Fans kind of shifted gears once more of the story came out. So uh, only time will tell to see where Helena Taylor ends up, but it seems like she wants to be done with Bayonetta. So. I guess all is well that ends well. Yeah. Um, CD Projekt Red announces their Witcher franchise and cyberpunk plans, and Scorn, Overwatch 2, Marvel Snap, and Gotham Knights are released as well. Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap. <laughs> all right, we're in the last two months here. Heck yeah. November, EA gets a three-deal game with Marvel. That's exciting. A little bit. A little scary, but also exciting. They like EA is the also the company that said we don't like single player games, <laughs> uh, but they're also doing Jedi Fallen Order, and yes. that's a that's a one that they that are is uh, that fans really like. So if they can and Dead Space as well, so maybe they uh, they've turned a new leaf and these Marvel games will be great. But yeah, uh, yeah. people making Dead Space are making uh, the Iron Man game, right? Is oh yeah, right? is that right? Okay. It sounds right. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> I <believe> right. <laughs> Motive. Uh, yes, yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, Yuji Naka, the creator of, or one of the creators of Sonic, is arrested for the insider trading. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> not good. Uh, but to celebrate, Sonic Frontiers was also released this month, yeah. alongside God of War Ragnarok, Pokemon Scar Scarlet and Violet, and Callisto Protocol. Ooh, what a month. Yeah. I mean, not all of them are bangers like Ragnarok, but what a month. Yeah. Well, Pokemon was a banger. That's true. Yeah. Well, sort of. Sort of. Depends on who you ask. True. <laughs> Same with Sonic Frontiers. Christian, <laughs> so I guess you're right. <laughs> Christian's got some like slander in the chat here. Thinking about skipping Dead Space remake, playing indies oh. instead. Christian. Dead Space remake. Come on, man. You played Callisto indies, Protocol. Though. Sorry. Indies, though. That's that's fair. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand why you would say that, Dan, because you love Dead Space, and Christian does too. So I, he's taking this very seriously. He must be. I I, I can't can't say that I'm mad at him. Indies rock. <laughs> also, Stellar Blade is next year, Christian. You got to make room for that. We are in the last month here. Xbox announces that seventy announces seventy dollar first party AAA releases will start costing that much like Sony has already been doing. Again, probably in the new year, that will begin uh, after the holiday season. Uh, as well as the Game Awards, Elden Ring wins Game of the Year! Yay! And also this random guy went on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird. But uh, a pretty good Game, uh, game Awards show besides, besides that. Yeah. And that's it. That, 
That's the PXN news of the year. Overall, Dan. Yo. Crazy year. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you how do you feel now that it's all over? Was it a was it a good year for games? Was it a Yeah, I mean yeah. Compared I think, to other ones, I guess. I think it was a good year. Yeah. Uh yeah. very good year in games. I think next year is even like it has the potential to be even better. Like yeah. we've got so many games coming on the way and uh that's gonna be good. Spider Man two in the fall. Mm. Oh my god, yes. Yes. It's always like I like doing I mean, it's the first time we've done it, but I like looking back at the, at the the stories because yeah. obviously the, we look at the release uh, games that came out like cool. Elden Ring came out, but it's also like the funny, weird stuff that happened, like the Square Enix stuff and the Xbox, PlayStation stuff. Like, what's what are going to be the crazy headlines next year? I can't wait. I can't wait to say what see what Jim Ryan says next year, like oh. the crazy, stupid stuff he says or. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't wait. <laughs> Embracer Group gets bought out by Tencent, and then they oh they control the world. I don't know. I, that it's may possible. that may already be a thing. I don't even know. You know? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> All right, here we are. It's time for the PXN topic of the show, or our topic of the show. Well, I guess PXN topic of the show. We're going into our 2022 wrap up for PlayStation uh, Steam. I have a Nintendo one. Do you have any other ones that? I got PlayStation, Steam, and Xbox. Okay, sweet. So you've got Xbox, I've got Nintendo, and we both have PlayStation and Steam. Nice. So I guess we can start with PlayStation, and then Steam, and then your Xbox, and then my Nintendo. And we can wrap it up. That's fair. That's fair. All righty. So do you want to start us, start us off with uh, your PlayStation stuff? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh. Explore my score. Okay, I guess I, should I just go through like some of the stats or like what? What do you yeah. want to do? I was thinking like your most like hours played. Yeah. Um, okay. what game you played the most of? And I think it'd be cool to check out your trophies too. Okay. Okay. My total hours on PlayStation in 2022. <laughs> it's not much because I play primarily on Xbox. I only play yeah. exclusives on PlayStation. So. My total time is 85 hours in 2022. 85 nice, hours. Nice. <laughs> and actually, this compares to last year. <laughs> it says 69 more hours played than the last year, which is up 431% in yeah. play time. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. So my most played game is ironically the last of us part two which is a playstation 4 game yeah yeah oh well yeah true yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh i played 30 per or 32 hours of that um of course that was to beat that game mm -hmm. um horizon forbidden west actually is my second most played game at 25 oh. percent um of my time which is 22 hours and, and you haven't even beaten that one yet right exactly yeah <laughs> And The Last of Us Part 1 is my number three game at 17 hmm. hours logged, and I beat that as well. I did beat that one. Um, yeah. Uh, my trophy roundup, let's just see here. I earned 37 new trophies row in this year. Not bad. 567 Not bad. total lifetime trophies earned. It's up 12%. <laughs> over last year i've here's a fun fact bro i've never platinum platinum <gasps> a game oh, damn 
Just I've, play a Telltale game on the on PlayStation, you'll get one. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I have two gold trophies, zero platinums. Oh, Dan- oh, Christian gives me. Oh, thanks, Christian. He gives me the uh, trophy for the biggest backlog. Thank you. <laughs> oh my nice. God, Eric oh. in the chat. One hundred and forty-seven oh, hours in Horizon oh, Forbidden just, West. Just Horizon. I was gonna say, is that your your PlayStation account? That can't be. But it's just. Ooh. Just Horizon, damn! Insane, damn! He beat me, he beat oh. me just in Horizon and yeah. in my entire PlayStation catalog. Oh of my games. god! Wow. My my PlayStation numbers are are lower than than usual as well this year because I didn't have my PlayStation four last year and I only got my PlayStation five late this year. So in 2022, I played 166 hours. And that was 493% more than last year, apparently. That was probably because I didn't have my didn't have a PlayStation. Or not for very long at least. Um, my top game is Cyberpunk. Unsurprisingly, actually. Wow. Cyberpunk is number one. And uh 50 hours logged, 30% Dang. of my playtime. Uh Sonic Frontiers is right behind it, which is su- kind of surprising because it, it literally came out a couple months ago. Uh, but it was 39 hours logged and 23% of my playtime. Then it goes God of War 2018, then Signalis, and then River City Girls, which also just came out. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Oof. That's a but, really good list, though. Yeah, I, I, those are some some banger games there. Um, and my... Ch- oh, shoot. It logs me out. <laughs> no! <laughs> Why would it do that? Okay. Well, I got to sign back in there. But I, I, I don't know why I'm surprised by uh, Starpunk being at the top. That makes sense. It was a pretty long Real, RPG there. While you're logging back in, guess what my number five game was played? Uh, God, I, I don't, I don't even never, know. <laughs> you'll never guess it. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's beta at two hours played. It's <laughs> not even the game. game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I guess because you you play on uh, Xbox, the yes, the, game. the actual game. But that's yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, Christian Christian guessed Fortnite. No, Christian, what, Fortnite. <laughs> Number one, if I was going to play that, I would play it on Xbox. Not PlayStation. But anyway, gosh darn it! I have two-factor authentication. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have Christian, to type in the code I got. Christian says, "Now read my highlight." Oh, oh, oh yes. right, yeah, we have Christians too. That's true. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Yes. I, I totally would have forgotten. That's actually a perfect thing to do right now while yes. while uh while I sign back in. Do you have it too? I have it in the chat here. I just gotta get to it. Oh yeah, he he posted it in the chat. Yes. Okay. So Christian's highlights. Christian has six hundred and twenty-five hours played on PlayStation, forty-four games played. That is insane 409 (laughs) trophies earned 33 playstation plus games his top game of 2022 is of course elden ring and that is at 108 hours of elden ring oh my gosh uh well unironically his number two is modern warfare 2 uh so there you go (laughs) rocket league is his number three Horizon Forbidden West is his number four, and God of War Ragnarok is his number five. I'm surprised Ragnarok's so low in terms of game uh, mm-hmm. hours played. 
but that's Christian's list. Still, still playing the heck out of Rocket League, making, still making the top three. <laughs> Gotta <Yeah>. respect it. <laughs> yes. Um, but four hundred and nine trophies. What the heck? Yep. That's insane. insane. I got. I I was able to log back in, and I got one hundred nine trophies this year. Um, I got. Let's let's see. I don't know if it tells me. No, it doesn't. I wanted to see what which ones I got just this year. Oh, I did. It does. Okay, yeah. I got one platinum trophy this year, 10 gold trophies, 25 silver, and 73 bronze to make up that one. No, that doesn't make sense. No, is it? I don't think that's... Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. That's one, 109. Yeah, never mind. I was like, that math doesn't make sense, but it does. But uh, it also tells you your first trophy that you ever got, which is, apparently I got Skate Access oh. Prize. I, I don't know what that's from because it doesn't tell me. It do- tells me my most recent trophy, but it's so old that it can't, like, the system does can't pull the game that it's from. Really? It just says Skate Access Prize is my first trophy, and it's and the game says not available and some crazy error code at the bottom. Skate so, Access Prize? Yeah, I wonder what that's from. I just tried to Google it, and it's just coming up with Skate playtests. Oh, Interesting. I don't know. Eight access prize trophy PlayStation. My first trophy row was kill zone two, kill five Hellgast in fifteen seconds. Wow. Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. In fifteen seconds. I found uh I found what the trophy was though. Oh okay. Skate Access Prize is from Welcome Park on the Vita. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Get five hundred points in skate access. And that's just like a like a built-in app on on PlayStation Vita. <laughs> Interesting. Incredible. Incredible. Huh. Um all right. So that's our PlayStation wrapped. Christian won. If it was a competition, he won. <laughs> <laughs> um Gage will have to give us his uh his stuff another time. We could read it next week, I guess. Yeah. Um, but Steam. I could uh I could start us off with yeah. the Steam stuff and then go back to you. Absolutely. Um so Rose 2020 Steam replay goes as followed. Destiny, surprising no one, <laughs> is my number one. Uh, 48% of my playtime was spent with Destiny. Um, I played 22 new games, or 22 games this year. 12 were new games, 2 were demos. Potionomics was my number 2. I unlocked 71 achievements across 14 games. And... Uh, I play 76% with controller, obviously, and 24% with keyboard and mouse. I hate keyboard and mouse. And Roller Drone was my third played game after Potionomics and Destiny. Um, I really like this like uh, spider graph that they have here where they... That's uh, cool, yeah. Yeah, where they have the different types of genres that you're into. And I'm, I assume it's different for everybody. Because yes. I, I doubt you have like music and conversation on it unless you do yeah. yeah so so for me the my top six categories on steam is music conversation inventory management deck building detective and metroidvania which yeah i like those things <laughs> so was, uh, i love that that's really cool and uh honestly that's kind of the most important stuff i would say from my list here on steam what do you got dan yes bro I'm glad you asked. My <laughs> my Steam uh played thing is probably even worse than PlayStation. However, <laughs> uh my number one game at twenty eight percent of my playtime is a game I cannot tell you what it's called because 
of uh, NBA. So oh, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. I don't even know why it shows up in here, but I saw it. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So it's uh, like, well, I guess nobody has access to it besides you, so it's up to you to show it. But it's interesting right. that it's like it's, it's tracked in there, and like yeah, yeah. it is. Because I, I would get in trouble if I shared this, uh, right? But Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but my Steam replay, I've played six games, so not a whole lot. Five new games. Uh, oh, well, I guess I can say this. One play test played. That's the game I was referring right. to. Uh, Before Your Eyes is my number oh. two game, which you guys mm-hmm. had convinced <laughs> me to play. And I, it has 20% of my play time. That game, very good. Very good, good game. Very Hell sad. Yeah. I'm glad emotional. I made the list. <laughs> yeah. It uh yeah, that was that was good. Uh I've in, <laughs> I've unlocked four hundred and thirty-eight achievements, which sounds insane, but yeah. I'll tell you here in a second why. The Master Chief Collection is my number three played game. I guess it's technically tied for number two because it's also twenty percent of my play time. And uh, the reason I had 438 achievements unlocked is because when Master Chief Collection came out on Steam, or when Master Chief Collection came out on PC, it syncs to your Xbox account. So if you already have the achievements unlocked on Xbox, it automatically unlocks them on Steam. And I just recently purchased MCC on Steam specifically. So that's why. They're all transferred over. Yes. Gotcha. Um. And then let's see what else. Uh, 43% of the games I played were new releases. So that's kind of cool. Um, and then my spider web thing, uh, my top game or categories are narrative, emotional, which before your eyes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, VR, survival horror, which those two go hand in hand, online co op, and FPS. So that's cool. Um, and yeah, that's it, I think. Oh, yeah. And I think Christian sent us his, um, his Steam stuff. I don't know why I can't log into my Twitter on my laptop anymore, but I, I could open it up on my phone. Yeah, I had that same issue a little bit ago. It was, uh, it was really broken. Um, but Christian, year, uh, this year, Iso Christian played a variety of different games. These are a few of their highlights. Resident Evil 4, 33% of their playtime, the original 2005 survival horror, 26 oh, yeah. sessions. Um, he played a total of 13 games. 12 were new ones. Obviously, Resident Evil was probably the old one. Um, we've got uh, Pavlov VR at 18%. I played uh, that 40... with him. Yes. <laughs> you got 45 achievements from across five games. Uh, Metal Gear Rising Re- uh, Revengeance. Uh, was the next one after Pavlov with 16%, seven sessions played. Uh, he played 16% with his mouse and keyboard and 65% with his controller. Um, I want to see Christian's spider graph here. Oh, his is like a like a triangle. Oh. <laughs> but uh, he's got uh, inventory management uh, with the most points, or VR with the most points, I think. Then great soundtrack coming in number two, inventory management, then... Light, oh no, horror was probably behind. Great soundtrack, then inventory management, then flight, then survival. Um, yeah, those sound like Christian things for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that was 
Yeah, that looks like the most important stuff there as well. Oh, he has Faith as well on here. 10 sessions played, two-day streak, 15% of their playtime. And Boneworks as well. I know Christian really likes Faith as well, so got to shout that. Heck yeah. All right. So now it's time for the Nintendo and Xbox section to close it out. Our favorites. My favorite. I love <laughs> Nintendo. You love Xbox. Uh, we're going to show Christian's Nintendo, but I don't know if Christian's favorite is Nintendo, but he's getting lumped in with this. He loves Nintendo. <laughs> yes. All right. So, Dan, Yo. please tell me your Xbox. Yes. My year on Xbox row, which this is going to be pretty to the point because this is a third party had to do this. Microsoft do one of these next year. Yeah. Please. This is cool. Uh, 2022 highlights row 222 achievements earned for 4,275 gamer score. 36 games played and 547 hours on Xbox. There it is. <laughs> yeah, there she is. And row the top game of 2022 is of course Halo Infinite at 335 wow. of my hours. Damn. And that's Three... why I don't Damn. finish anything. <laughs> you got to you got to play what you what you like. Yes. Life is too short. Yeah. Um, but holy crap, out of the 500 hours, 300 of those yep. were spent on Halo Infinite. Respect. Respect. Yes. <laughs> was there any, uh, anything else there? That's or it. That, that's, that's the it. whole wrap-up. Yep. Come on, Microsoft. <laughs> Do it next year, yeah. Um, honestly, the Nintendo one isn't much better. It's pretty, uh, pretty straightforward as well. <laughs> My most played games on Nintendo, Pokemon Legend Arceus, Splatoon 3, and Pokemon Violet. I was a Pokemon boy this year, apparently. Um, honestly, that's that's pretty much what I can tell you. I, I got uh, 18 days played for Pokemon Legends RCS, 62 hours. They didn't really go into too much depth in these ones either, but they do have like a, a cool little graph <clears throat> for my gaming trends as well, like Steam did. So it got 3% platformers, 11% adventure, 12% shooter, 13% uh, multiplayer, 32% action, and 29% role playing uh, for my interests. In games on Nintendo, but for Christian, he pl most played games were Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Mario Golf Super Rush, and Bayonetta Two. Mario Golf, I, I understand. Yeah. He, he he says he like plays that almost every weekend. Um, and I'm, yeah. sh I'm sure he wished that it was gonna be uh, um, Switch Sports, but it just didn't hit for him. Did not hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very sad. And I just want to point out, Ro, I logged into my account on there and it says unable to display content. Oh no, we don't see enough play data on this Nintendo account to continue <laughs> this experience. Wow. Because <laughs> I don't think I played anything on Switch this year. So Oh my god. Yeah. It's like we it's like, well, we can't we can't do last year's, can we? It's like, no, no. Yeah. Just just cancel it out. Yep. Oh my god. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, hopefully next year you'll be able to pick it up with tears. Yes. Of, you know. Yes. Christian says nothing better than having a few brews and playing Mario Golf with the lads. Amen. Amen. Oh yeah. Well, that's it. That was our wrap. And I agree, Christian. That it was fun to compare everybody's stuff to see where everybody likes the game, what everybody likes to play, and uh, I think the new thing that's going on, the new hot trend, is play what you like. You know, like sometimes you, you, you got sometimes you want to play God of War Ragnarok to have the discussion, but there's another part of you is like, man, I really want to play Sonic. And I did that. 
and it felt really good. It felt really yes. good to do that. I'll get to God of War when I get to it, but I think it's there's something powerful about playing Halo Infinite for five hundred or for three hundred hours. <laughs> just, just, just do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our last show of the year, guys. Uh, thank you for, for listening. Do you, oh? you, do you want do to I? talk about your games you're playing? Oh right! Oh my God, we we completely skipped. I forgot until just <laughs> now. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, let's wrap it up with with what you got for me, sure. um, Daniel. Yo. Um, you know what? I'll start because I think you might yes. have Go have more it. to say there. Sure. Um, I played Tales of Arise, oh. uh, which is a cool JRPG that I've been that have been that has been on my radar for quite some time, and uh, it's part of a larger series. But they're all kind of like Final Fantasy, so you could like jump in anytime you want to. Um, and um, pretty early on, it's a JRPG. If you're early on, that sometimes means 10 hours into a game, but you're still on the first chapter. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> but I'm having a really good time with the, the story. The combat is really, really fun. Um, and the story is it's cool. It's a cool story. It's it, again, I'm two hours in, I mean, 10 hours in, but it's still very early on JRPG wise. So it still has a lot of time to, to pick up steam. But so far, it's, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time having a good time with it. That's pretty much all I've been playing, besides River City Girls, too. Been cracking on that a little bit, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've wanted to kind of go into River City Girls at some point because yes. I love TMNT, and it seems like it's very similar. It's really good. It's really good. If you ever do get into it, yeah, I will definitely play co-op with you. Absolutely. Heck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian says he's been playing Bloodborne DLC before he left for California. Also, nice. he said oh, he also ate a gummy that and played a Hot Wheels game for two hours. <laughs> All right. Nice. Wow. Jealous. Yeah. Um. Well, Ro, uh, God of War Ragnarok, as I alluded to a little bit before, I've been playing yeah. more of that. And man, as this game goes on, I love it even more. I'm glad that I made it my game of the year last week when we were having our game of the year talks because, uh. It's surprising me how much you're um, you're interacting in, with this game in a way you don't expect when you first start playing this game. Uh, and I'm trying to be vague just to not throw yeah. anyone <laughs> any spoilers or anything. But yeah, it, it, it's really cool. Like I, I just love how unique the feel is in terms of uh, where the story is going and where uh, the events are taking you because like, you start God of War 2018 already on a high note, you know, uh, kind of off of a battle right off the start. Uh, and Ragnarok, I feel like, doesn't necessarily start in the same spot, although it sort of does. And yet it keeps, you know, keeps your interest by changing things around you, like the environments are changing and like you're going to different places that are like very different. And yeah, I'm really enjoying it thus far. And Part of my frustrations that I put with you guys about the puzzles early on playing, I think have now subsided because at first I didn't really understand what the different mechanics were to interact with the puzzles. And once I figured that out, now the puzzles are like coming naturally to me where I'm like, okay, this makes sense. You use this here and this. The pieces are starting to fall together to where I'm like, okay, I'm really, really loving this. And and like I said last week, like the the story and the the characters are written so well, and like the dialogue is meaningful, unlike Horizon Forbidden West, in my opinion, where it's just very mm -hmm. drawn out and too much. Yeah. 
like it's just perfect i i really love this game and uh i i can't wait to to beat this game so and i will beat it christian <laughs> i was i was gonna say you said that uh about horizon as soon as kura came back in the chat oh i'm sorry you know how much how much kura loves horizon yes I, i'm sorry <laughs> I, I apologize it's perfect timing yeah <laughs> um but yeah my, my bad we we completely glossed over uh richard goffery but we dan reminded me so we got to it um but now for real this time it is our last episode of the year Thank you, Kurok, in the chat for, and for any, the entire year for for sticking out and and, and uh, coming around every every time you, every chance you get to to uh, to support us and Glenn, of course, and and my dad, yes. for coming out and and supporting us throughout the year. And and there are some others as well, but you guys were the the ones who, the real ones. You always always yeah. there in the chat. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And what a 2023 we have still to come. Yeah. I mean, episode 200 it's gonna be fun yes yes we've got some you got some cool stuff in in the in the oven baking you guys to eat up next year <laughs> so uh very exciting stuff again thank you everybody for watching and listening to us talk about video games uh thank you for joining us live on youtube and on twitch as well as podcast services everywhere including apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher and everywhere else you get your podcast i am rishan that's dan thank you dan thank you and until next time later will be greater much love keep on gaming